Hello, hello. Welcome back to my Big Sisters podcast. I'm your host. <laughs> I'm already laughing. I'm your host, Tina Kay. I can't help but say Tina Kay. I think because I've just been saying it for years now. Whatever. I'm already like giggly because I was a little scattered writing my notes about to record. And then I was sitting here and I was thinking, now I'm just dilly-dallying. Do you get that? I think it's called executive dysfunction or something like that, like executive decision dysfunction, something like that, where like you kind of, where you have so many things you need to do that you don't do any of them, something like that. It goes along with ADHD, but I don't think it's just an ADHD thing. I think it's more... I think it also aligns with anxiety. I'm not like a real high anxiety type of person, but I do get overwhelmed when I have too much shit to do. (laughs) So I was sitting here and I was like, bitch, (laughs) just just turn it on and go because I'm just going to waste more time sitting here. Okay, let me give you, let's set the scene. It's Monday. It's 11.15. I was um, working on stuff all morning. Then I was getting my notes together. I do have an iced coffee, which I'm freezing, by the way. I have it in a sparkly cup because it's Monday and I really need a little bit of extra. You know what I mean? Do you do that? I have to decorate my life a little. Like, if I'm feeling blah or, you know, just not in the most jolly mood, I feel like little things which I feel like most women understand, just help decorate it a little bit better. Like you could be having a shit day, right? But doesn't having a cuter coffee cup like at your desk, on the kitchen table while you're, I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Just something a little bit extra cute. Like maybe you're having an awful day, but you have the best comfy hoodie on, that type of stuff, like a comfort cup, just something to make it a little bit more decorated. A little bit more sparkly. So I have a sparkly cup at the moment. I'm fucking freezing. I have the heat on, but I don't put it on too high because share will get too warm, you know? So I freeze all winter <laughs> because of our, and we try to level it out. Um, like we'll have the heat on when we start freezing, but then when it gets too warm, we'll crack a window. I mean, it's just, this is just going to be our life now. <laughs> so I have the heat on a little bit. But I ha- I'm wearing a blanket at my desk in my chair because I'm fucking freezing anyway. And I'm drinking an iced coffee. And that's part of the problem. When you drink something really cold, it's going to give your body a chill. But I just didn't want another hot. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I know it's freezing. I know I'm cold. I'm going to be more cold because I have to W-A-L-K her soon. I can't say it because she's still sleeping. And I'll be more cold, but I need an iced coffee. I saw more. I can't even talk. I saw that more of you are trying the Poland Basket Cold Brew. Thank you very much. You have to let me know if you like it or not, because I love it. I love it. Even when I, even when I pick up something else, they'll be decent. I think I told you, like, I like Starbucks. What did I have recently? Chobani. And again, I forgot. Oh, Khalifa Farms, however you say that. It was good, but it's just not as good. One of you told me to try the Stop and Shop 
cold brew. Here's the thing. I never go and stop and shop because I love the, like if you're, okay, if you're a stop and shop shopper, right? Do me a favor. Try ShopRite instead this week. Well, maybe not this week because shit is fucking crazy because of Thanksgiving. We'll get into that. You know, one of these times, try shop and um try shop right instead of shop and stop. And I don't mean to put down shop and stop because I'm sure they have wonderful things. But listen, <laughs> bowl and basket at shop right, <laughs> the rotisserie chicken, the cold brew, they just have so many great things. And I think because it's Shoprite's brand, the prices are lower, but the quality is better is the same, if not better. That's my opinion. Just try it out. Let me know what you think. Especially because fucking groceries are so expensive. (laughs) It's like not even funny. Oh my God. It's so fucking expensive that I was thinking about Thanksgiving. What is going to be more cost efficient? Catering? Have you guys ever catered Thanksgiving? I guess we can quickly get into this. This might be a long episode. I'm telling you now. Put this on I don't know when, driving, hanging out at home, cleaning, whatever you got to put this on, come back to it later. It's going to be a long one, okay? And let me know if you listen to the whole thing. But I think it'll be interesting because I'm going to be hitting a lot of different topics like Thanksgiving, pop culture, Cleopatra's tomb, <laughs> eating disorders, body image, um, what I've been doing, and I have homework for you. So it's going to be a little bit of a longer episode. I mean, if Cher lets me have a, a longer episode, she might wake up and be like, bitch, we got to go. So that's what I'm going to be getting into. Thanksgiving. First of all, I'm not a huge fan of Thanksgiving. I'm going to do a Thanksgiving episode and we'll talk about it more then. But I'm not like, I don't like it. I just don't like it. I love gathering with family and I think that part is special, but everything else I don't like. I don't like Thanksgiving food. Nobody likes the turkey. My mother and I were just fucking laughing at this. Like, nobody likes to stop. If you like the turkey, I need you to send me a message immediately on our Instagram at my big sister's podcast because who likes the turkey? I don't know. In the history of my life, I've never heard someone say, oh my God, I'm so excited to have the turkey for Thanksgiving. That's my favorite. Nobody's ever said that. Nobody has ever said that. It's been the candied yams. Some people call it sweet potato casserole. It's been the cornbread. Usually people around me, they're excited for my cornbread. They're excited for a ham. We have ham sometimes. Excited for a lot of Italians are excited for the chicken cutlets and they make Italian food on Thanksgiving. Like I've never heard people being excited for oh, the mac and cheese, the banana, pu- the banana bread puddings. No one's excited for the turkey. Nobody. I don't know anybody excited for to eat turkey. Like, why, why is it even on the menu? Okay. Um, so anyway, I was thinking to myself, what is going to be cheaper? Like to buy all of the groceries and cook Thanksgiving dinner, which I'm not doing. Um, we're going to dinner, but I was just thinking about this anyway, or catering because there's a lot of, I don't know if they do this by you guys. If you're on Staten Island, you probably know, but there's a lot of places on Staten Island that cater for Thanksgiving. And it's pretty nice. I've done that before years ago. It's great. You get tons of food. I don't know if the prices went up, but you get so much food. It serves a lot of people. It arrives really early in the morning. They deliver super early in the morning and everything is ready. It's in disposable tin foils. To me, (laughs) well, 
you're probably like, bitch, that's because you don't like to fucking cook. I know some people like really prefer the home cooking and I get it. A lot of you probably like cooking. It's relaxing. I understand. But I'm thinking what a hectic fucking day sometimes. I'd rather just, I'm all about catering. I'd rather just not even deal. For real. I hate it. I hate cleaning up. I hate all that shit. I want to be serviced. I want waiters. I want catering. (laughs) I'll bake something. But I think I, I think I drained myself on the baking. You ever do something so much that you're like, I don't want to fucking do it. I do enjoy baking a little bit sometimes. I used to really like it more in previous years, but in the last two years, I just, I played it out. Like I did it too much. I don't want to be on my feet. The fucking cleaning up after baking, so fucking annoying. So I just haven't been doing it as much, Uh, but my mom is like, so what we're doing for Thanksgiving is we're going to dinner on Thanksgiving in Manhattan. And then the day after we're going to my mom's because some of our other family members are going there on Friday instead. So we're trying to all go at the same time. You know, you know how it is trying to schedule everything. But aside from that, I'm not a Thanksgiving person. I think it's a very strange holiday. Very weird. And I've been like this. This is not a new political revel- revelation that I've had. I I think I've said this to you guys before. I'm not sure. But I've thrown I've been thrown out of history class <laughs> because of my views on Thanksgiving, among other things. I'm just not a fan. Um, but again, I do love eating with family and people get off of work. So in that sense, I believe Thanksgiving has developed a new culture of tradition. And in that sense, I do think it's really nice because jobs respect it and you get off of work. It's a free day to be with family. Um, And it's just a day that for so long now people plan to be with family and it's already in their schedule. So it's easier to get together. So in that sense, it's nice to have a day out of the year where it's like legal to get together, (laughs) where no one has to fake calling out or, you know, lose a PTO day or, you know, depending on your job. I know that nurses and doctors and stuff, that's a little bit different. You get what I'm saying. Uh, So those are my Thanksgiving plans. Let me know what yours are. I'm planning to do a Thanksgiving episode and hopefully have that up on video. Um, Just because, you know, some people don't, don't have somebody else for Thanksgiving. I've spent a lot of Thanksgivings alone, especially because I never liked it. But I'll save that for a Thanksgiving episode. Okay, let's get into Hot Topic. Did I miss anything? Hold on, I need a sip. What are you drinking? (laughs) What are you fucking drinking? Send me your pictures. Oh my God, you know what got into my head this week? Holy shit. This is probably why I didn't get the video done. Don't yell at me. Stop. Don't fucking yell at me. But I was starting to get in my head about age. And then I was getting in my head thinking, holy shit, do I sound fucking annoying on this podcast? Do I sound like one of those girls? Girl boss. (laughs) Do I sound like a boss babe Monet girl? Monat, whatever it's called. Oh, I started really, I'm also getting my period like any fucking second. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you get like that around my cycle? I don't know if I have PMDD. I don't think so though. PMDD, it keeps coming up on my fucking for you page on TikTok. PMDD is so severe. I don't think I have that because I don't get severe pain. 
I really don't. I've been blessed in that way. I don't know why, but I do not get severe pain around my period. Other things happen though. It exacerbates my situation. I also noticed after starting the infusions, I get even more drained when I'm hungover and when I have my period. Like I, anything that makes you tired, I think the infusion makes me more tired. Do you know what I'm saying? It made me a little bit weaker in that sense. And I get major anxiety. I usually only have panic attacks now around doctor's appointments and around my cycle. Like major anxiety, insomnia, anxiety, poor self-esteem, like, oh my God. So this week, I, what, I listened to somebody else's podcast, probably somebody, somebody that I like because I don't clock, I'm not too critical and I don't like to clock people, but because I listen and I'm an audible listener, I think that I'll notice if someone's tone is irritating me. And I was listening to somebody else's podcast and I was like, do you think people listen to mine and think that I'm so fucking annoying? Like I almost quit this week. I almost fucking quit. I almost quit. I almost quit because I'm like, I probably sound so fucking annoying. I'm 31. What a fucking loser. I missed my time. I'm too old for this now. Who the, this is what was going on in my head. Could you fucking imagine? I was annihilating myself. <laughs> I was going at it and I don't believe in doing that. These are not my beliefs. I think this these were just insecurities that started to get at me. I must have read something where somebody was being ageist towards another creator and it just started sinking in my brain because these are not beliefs that I have. And I think Kim Kardashian is a great testament to this, although she's she's got tons of money to get like surgeries and she looks 22. But my point is even, okay, let's talk about Kris Jenner. Kris Jenner didn't get successful until she was in her 50s. So these are not beliefs that I hold. I hold the belief that you have a lot of time to be successful, to be to create something that you wanted to do, to start a business. I even believe that the older, the better sometimes because you're more seasoned, you have more sense of self, you have more boundaries with yourself, you have more self-respect, you have more self-trust. Doing shit in your 20s could be a fucking nightmare. And you also don't want to peak too soon. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you don't want to be the best you've ever looked at 22 and have all the, you don't want to do that. But it just, something got in my head where I was like, oh, oh, (laughs) choking on myself. But this is also why I don't listen to it. This is why I don't listen to my podcast. I don't, I just don't. Because you'll start critiquing yourself too much. Because like I've told you a million times, another thing I believe is just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. Because life is very short and other people's opinions you might respect other people's opinions, but still, other people's opinions are not going to pay your bills. And it's usually a self-reflection. When someone's giving their opinion on you, it's usually their own projection of how they feel about themselves. Like people who make fun of other people, right? Think about it. People who make fun of other people or judge other people or critique other people, that's how they feel about themselves. Don't be fucking fooled. That's how they feel about themselves. So this was like a conversation, internal dialogue that I needed to have on myself of like, okay, hold on. Let's go back to what our morals are, meaning me and me, (laughs) me, myself and I, the team in my head. What are our morals? Because 
that's just not me to be like, oh, I'm too old to do something. The other thing, something I look to my mom a lot when it comes to age is not look to her. I guess um, I found this in her. She inspired it without even knowing, I think. Cindy has a very young spirit. I, I don't know how else to explain it. She's like an old soul, right? But a young spirit. So despite her age, she she appears so young. And not just by looks, because I know like her hair and her face, like all that will make you look young. No, no, no. I mean like all that aside, just having energy and excitement for things, just like having a young spirit makes her appear so much younger. Like in my head, she's not even her age. You know what I'm saying? In my head to me, she we're the same age. Like she's so young to me. That even when she says stuff like, I'm getting old, like I feel a little tired, you know, and my body gets sore. I'm like surprised. <laughs> like what? Who's getting old? You're not getting old. So I believe also, yes, of course, age is a real thing and things change as you age, blah, blah, blah. But I also think it's how you feel about yourself. Only you can limit your own self, you know, like if you believe you're too old to do something, then you are. If you believe, If you believe you're too young to do something, then you are right? That's what, that's my real morals, but I was moral. Sorry, my accent. Oh my God. But I was getting in my fucking head. I was like, oh my God, am I, do you hear me fondling my hair? I just have to put it up. I, I've had it down like the past two days, but I always have my hair up because I do not like it touching my neck. (laughs) I do not like my hair touching my body. I have like major sensory fucking issues. I need my clothes three times bigger than myself. I can't have my hair touch my body or my face. Okay, I put my hair up in a ponytail. Um, Yeah, I was getting in my head. I was starting to fuck with myself. Like, do I sound like a dumbass on this podcast? Blah, blah, blah. Who tweeted something? Oh, I'm Reezy. So we follow each other on Twitter, right? She tweeted something a while back. I shouldn't have seen it. (laughs) I shouldn't have read it. Oh, she cut deep with that one. She tweeted something. It was like, not everyone needs a podcast. Like something like just shading everyone from making podcasts. And I was like, oh, it was like a week after I made my. (laughs) And at the time it didn't get to me. But you know, the little things that sit in your head. And so this week I was like, oh, my God, was she right? (laughs) She was right. I shouldn't have a podcast. You fucking loser. No, I'm going to ignore that. But I did. I got in my head. Anyway, I'm still going to do it because the other thing is I already committed. It's the only thing that looks worse (laughs) is actually quitting. Like, bitch, you already did so much. Why would you quit now? We're on episode 20. I feel like quitting now is just embarrassing. I might as well just keep going. And I did set a boundary for myself that I'll get to 100 episodes and do what I can within 100 episodes. And at episode 100 is when we decide, are we going to keep going? Or are we going to, okay, that was fun, but it's over, you know? But that's what I was going through. Um, What else was I going to tell you? Oh, but I do have nice news. I'm really proud of myself for this. I'm like so narcissistic. I'm only talking about myself. We'll get into other stuff. I went out Saturday. We were supposed to have Friendsgiving. And it got canceled because two babies in the friend group um, everyone has kids. 
two of the babies got RSV. Oh, my God. So we had to cancel, which is best for everyone, you know, because you don't want to further spread anything. And, and the person hosting Friendsgiving, it was her baby who got RSV. So sad. Um, I have to check. So far, I think he's okay. I, I meant to text her and check again. So we just canceled. And then a couple of us went to dinner um, because we already had the night free and planned to hang out, blah, blah, blah. And we went to a place on Staten Island. It was pretty nice. I think it was called Osteria something. I probably butchered, butchered that. It was nice though. Um, And I didn't drink. I didn't drink and I didn't have any cigarettes. And I'm pretty proud of that. Even though, you know, I love a little cigaboo and I'm not like quitting drinking forever, but I'm trying to pull it back even more because I noticed, like I said, after the infusions, my hangovers are worse. Now, I know hangovers get worse with age, but I've always been like that. There was never a period of my life where I could handle a hangover, probably because I was always, I always had something going on, you know? Um, But now I just feel like it's even worse. So I've never had okay hangovers. I was never able to handle it. Nothing, nothing I tried, nothing. But just now it's so much worse that I'm like, it's not even fucking worth it because I'll get hangover, hungover from one cocktail, literally from just one cocktail and I will be a little bit hungover. And I just didn't want to. I'm trying, you know, I'm going to the gym. I'm trying to take better care of myself. I still eat sweets. <laughs> I had a tartufo. I had like two in the last two days. It's my favorite. I fucking love tartufos. If you don't know, if you don't know what a tartufo is, it's an Italian. I think it's Italian. I'm not sure. It's an Italian dessert. I think. I mean, I've only found them in Italian food places, and it's a ball of ice cream with a cherry in the center, like a cordial cherry. A cherry cordial is it cordial is it cordial cherry or cherry cordial I don't even know and the bowl of ice cream is then dipped in dark chocolate or semi-sweet chocolate it's not milk chocolate because then I wouldn't fucking eat it I don't like milk chocolate it's dipped in dark chocolate um and then you eat it like that oh my god it's so good I fucking love those I had two of them this weekend <laughs> my skin looks like shit because I've been eating too many sweets. That's my main concern with like eating sweets. I'll see it on my skin. Okay. I don't know if I'll see it on my body. I don't feel like I get any thicker or anything, but I'll see it on my fucking skin. My skin looks like shit. So I have to dial that back. Okay. Because I still do beauty videos. I still do the booty videos. Um, but I was really proud that I didn't drink. I still had a good time. I smoked weed. Um, I didn't have any cigarettes, you know, I'm trying to make better choices and be healthier. Okay, let's move on to hot topics. Nikita Dragon getting arrested. Now, I have a public service announcement. I don't think I need to say this, but I would just, I want to. Okay, I want to. I don't like any transphobia remarks. And I noticed, I've been noticing this for the last well, I guess since the pandemic, because during the pandemic, a lot of political th- shit came up, right? I noticed during these past three years, maybe because I don't say my opinion out loud often, just because 
I'm not that type of person, really. Like, I'm just, I don't just walk around opinionated. Like, you know, I don't shove my opinion down anyone's throat. I don't do that. I just don't. You know how, like, you'll be with someone or you'll, you know, you'll be kicking or you go to dinner or something and they just shove their fucking opinion down your throat and, like, try to, and they, they try to read how you respond. And if you don't agree, they just, like, so combative. When meanwhile, you didn't even, <laughs> like, whoa, I thought we were friends. I don't do that to anyone else. I do not just push my fucking opinion down anyone's throat. I have a podcast, right? Now I have a podcast where obviously this is most of my opinion, my perspective, but you could choose to come listen to it. And if you don't agree, that's also okay. I'm not in front of you to keep pushing it on you. And even when someone doesn't agree with me, I don't really care. Like, that's fine. The only thing I ask is don't push your shit onto me. I think... Because I don't ever say my opinion politically or anything. I just never do. That a lot of people assume where I stand. I don't know if it's based on what I look like. I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> but a lot of, or maybe it's just my energy. People feel feel really comfortable just saying whatever in front of me, which I guess is a compliment. I'm not really sure. I don't know. But I find that people typically just assume I agree about so many different topics, so many different things. And whatever. I mean, I'm never going to get into it because I also think it's just a lot of things come from ignorance. And I'm like, I'm not about to educate you. Like, I don't have the energy to fucking argue. That's the other thing. I don't have the energy to argue. I, I don't argue with anyone. I just let people believe whatever. <laughs> I really do. I believe whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. I know what I believe. That's it. That's where it ends for me. I don't care otherwise. Believe whatever you want. Because if I didn't say it and you're assuming, how does that make you look? If you didn't ask, so you didn't get a direct answer from me, and you're assuming my opinion... If you want to be dumb, go ahead and be dumb. <laughs> so anyway, I do not condone any transphobia. I don't. I am an ally, but I feel like I don't even need to say that. You know, I've always expressed that I'm an ally. I've been supporting LGBTQ community, and now I think it's LGBTQ plus AI. There's, you know, LGBTQ plus community everybody under the umbrella. I've been supportive of this for a very long time. Since I can remember, like I've always been supportive. I've been to fundraising walks. I've been to all all of the things, okay? That includes, um, even though being transgender doesn't mean that you're um, homosexual, but it doesn't, like, I'm okay with transgender people. Hello. I'm okay with transgender people. Like what? 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 As far as the pronoun debates, I feel like that's a different conversation. I don't think like those are two different politics. Someone being transgender like Nikita Dragon is not the same conversation as someone changing their pronouns. And again, we can... This is like a whole different topic, but so don't take it like, because people jump on that like, oh, so you, 
So do you say he, she? Like, first of all, relax. I'm talking about transgender people. Okay, Nikita. I say this because Nikita Dragon got arrested. Um, And I reposted it because for a second there, we thought she was in a man's holding facility. The fucking transphobic comments under that is just like, first of all, why do you care? I find that people get very triggered by transgender people, especially women. The discourse about man to woman transgen um trans transformations is way more harsh than when there's a woman who is um is it trans transforming? I can't think of the word at the moment. Into a man. Like it is so different. But anyway, the fucking transphobic comments. No. It's just unnecessary. Listen, there's a lot of things. Like I said, there's a lot of things I don't agree with. Do I shove my fucking opinion down someone's throat or leave a crazy fucking comment on Instagram? Hate comment? I'm sorry. Big loser energy. Don't leave hate comments. That is so, it's just corny. Like even if you don't like Nikita Dragon for whatever the reasons may be, if you don't like transgender people, if you don't like you know, if you're against, if you're homophobic, whatever it may be, what gets you to a place where you, where you like need to publicly comment it too? Embarrassing. So I also got some DMs, like transphobic DMs. Listen, it's, you got the wrong one. I'm not transphobic. I'm not. I think, I also think there's a lot of history behind being transgender, I think it's been around way longer than people realize. And I just don't hold that in my spirit. Like if there is a man who genuinely feels like he is a woman and wants to go as far as getting a boob job, which hurts and costs a lot of fucking money. Listen, (laughs) more power to you because I had a boob job too. Expensive and that shit hurt. And they're fucking annoying. Like, you want to wear a pair of tits? I was just talking to my friend about this. You want to wear a pair of tits? Listen, go right ahead. Because they're fucking annoying. You're never going to sleep the same. (laughs) So I just wanted to say that. I don't, I think you guys know this about me. But some shit is just never going to fly. You know, just because I'm not constantly posting. What do people call that? That woke shit. Just because I'm not constantly posting that type of material on my socials doesn't mean I'm fucking low-key transphobic. Like, are you okay? I'm not. And don't, don't offend me. That's what I started noticing too. Like I'm getting a little insulted with what people feel comfortable or like what people assume that I'm in favor of. Mm, Just because I'm not outward, like I just don't openly speak about every single thing doesn't mean I'm in favor of things that are hurtful to others. Why would I do that? That's just not my character. I don't, I don't do it. That's also why I never post about politics. And there's a huge debate about that too. Like if influencers are quiet, they're adding to the violence. No, it's not. No, it's not. First of all, 
I don't talk about a lot of politics is because I just don't trust where I live. Do you know how fucking crazy people are? People are crazy, okay? And I think you get yourself into some hot water and you open yourself up to dangerous things when you talk about too many things on social media. The other thing is, I don't know about a lot. I am not a political science major. I barely made it out of fucking high school. You want to talk about foundation matching, textures, moisturizer. Those are things I know and have studied for years. That's what I am professional in. That's what I am a professional in. I think that giving too much of a platform to people who don't have the background is what became dangerous. Why would you listen to makeup influencers about things that have to do with the political climate, the actual climate, taxes, like gun violence? Like, why are you listening to a makeup artist who doesn't know shit? Look at the backgrounds of people, what they studied, what they know, who they associate with, where their morals lie, what they've done in the past. Like, who am I to fucking say anything? I don't know anything. I've never ran for borough president. I don't. The most I've done to contribute to my community is pay my taxes, donate things, and I will call 311. <laughs> I sure will. I will call 311. Like, before we moved to where I am now, I was on a busy street and they had taken away a gar. This is just a quick little story. They had taken away a garbage. I was so proud of this. They had taken away a garbage and there was a lot of pets on the street. There was fucking poop bags all over. People were picking up their poop, putting it in a poop bag and then leaving it on the street. (laughs) What the fuck? It was so fucking bizarre. It was causing a mess. I called sanitation on Staten Island. Bring. <laughs> I looked it up because it was so gross and that's also unsanitary. It's really unsanitary and it, it could spread um, disease. We don't have a lot of rats, but you could spread disease. Like if one dog is a poop eater, you know what I'm saying? It can get messy really quick. That's why it's important that the guard, listen, sanitation is fucking important. You don't want those motherfuckers on strike. Sanitation is really important. So I called um, to get a pail back over and I said, listen, this is a main road and there's bags of dog shit all over. Like it's really disgusting. They had it delivered that evening. There was a garbage pail there and it was all cleaned up and I felt so proud. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to run for borough president because <laughs> I didn't know it was that easy to get involved. But that's the depth of which of which I am anything political. Okay. I do not know enough. My brain, I could barely fucking read, bitch. Okay. This is what I mean, though. Take your, just pay attention to where you're taking advice from. You don't need to platform every single person in that way just because they might have huge numbers for makeup and fashion. They have a platform and maybe they can help direct people to a specific link, get money to people who maybe lost their home, etc. But as far as voting and policies, like, do they ever study anything before it was public pressure to talk about stuff? I'm just not going to do that. I'm never going to tell you that I've studied and looked up and know certain things 
until I've actually done it. And I have not done those things. I do not know enough. I don't. I don't know enough. So I'm never going to like publicly pose, do this, do that. What? I'll tell you, listen, this coffee cup is really good. This coffee's really good. This foundation is really good. I know about ingredients. I know about pricing and marketing. I do not know much more. Okay. So I'm never going to pretend to be fraudulent. So that's why I never post about certain things. But as far as like, you know, LGBTQ plus and I'm not transphobic, babe. I'm not. And I can't be convinced otherwise. Do you ever get into it with some someone and they're like trying to convince you to be homophobic? I mean, I'm on Staten Island. So that's probably why these things probably happen to me. There's a lot of, um, it's a strange culture out here sometimes. Um, but I, I can't be convinced. You just sound crazy. So I really didn't appreciate you know, getting some messages as if I was about to agree to transphobia. I don't like it in person. I don't like when people try to push their opinion on me and then also assume that I'm going to agree just because I'm not combative. I'm not going to fight with you. You believe what you want to believe. That's your journey. But don't push it on me and don't assume that I agree just because I'm not berating you for your beliefs. I just have respect for your beliefs because that's your journey. That's where you are. And I don't like when that's not given back to me. That that I'm finding very troubling. And it's been on my mind because I see a lot of people posting how their Thanksgiving is going to go. <laughs> because people get into fights when they're with their family, especially when families are mixed politically or religiously or, you know, oh, God, I'm, it, it's been rough, hasn't it? Because I see people posting about it. I don't get into a family because my family actually, you know, has has respect for me in that sense where they don't get into it with me. And it's just too hard to because you really don't want to, you don't want to argue with me. <laughs> you don't want to argue with me. And I also don't entertain it. So I think maybe after years, it's just like, you're not, you, you're not going to get much. That's the other thing I find too. People don't even try to get into it with you when they know they're not going to get anything. But I don't like the assumptions. So I really wanted to make that clear here. I, there's, I just don't, I don't do that. You know, if you want to be over here, if you want to be part of what we're doing here and drink iced coffees with us, there is no transphobia and there's no homophobia because we don't hate other people. Like it's just, people are, don't dehumanize someone to fit a narrative. These are, Nikita Dragon's still a human being. And maybe she's making mistakes and maybe she's out here being sloppy and maybe she's doing stuff you don't agree with. And maybe, maybe being transgender is something you don't want to do, but it doesn't mean she's less of a human being, right? That's why, that's what I always try to remember even if I don't like someone, they're still a human being. Something between the moment they were born to where they are today made them who they are. They're still a human being, just like you and I. So anyway, Nikita was arrested for indecent exposure. She was at the, was it, what do they call that hotel? That pretty hotel down in Miami. Oh my God, I miss Miami. Have you been there? I went there one time, bitch, and I can't shut up about it. I love it. Um, she was down in Miami and at a hotel. I think she drank too much. She was drinking around the 
allegedly she was drunk at the hotel and allegedly she stripped down and was walking around the pool and the security came to get her for indecent exposure because obviously that's inappropriate and it's also considered sexual assault like flashing someone um she was taken back she was told to leave the pool so she went back up to her hotel room allegedly the police arrived and she wasn't opening the door there was music blasting she finally opened the door allegedly she threw water on one of the police officers and that's why she was arrested for indecent exposure and assault on a police officer (sighs) assault on a police officer holy shit she was taken to the holding facility and i guess they record all of these proceedings and when she met with the judge she had asked can i please ask one thing I don't want to go into a man's holding facility. Like, do I have to be with the men? That one clip went viral in the internet. And I kind listen, I wish I could post my screenshot. I kind of knew she wasn't, she wasn't there yet. Clearly, none of you have been arrested. <laughs> I was reading the comments and I'm like, clearly nobody, none of these people have been arrested. It doesn't happen that quickly. Like, you're not just always thrown with the men. And also, I don't know if everyone realizes this, Miami has a big transgender community. They have a big LGBTQ plus community. The area where she was arrested, they have facilities for for this group of people to keep them safe. Also because of insurance reasons. Do you realize that? Like, it's way beyond helping the transgender community it's also insurance reasons like do you want do you know what would happen if she got really fucked up in that jail in miami because she's transgender and she has money her family could sue the whole fucking the whole place and probably win they try to avoid that as well so they have facilities for people like her also for people with um like if you're famous you can't just be locked up with other people. That's not how it works. They have separate, especially in huge cities, like not huge, but in, in big cities and popular cities like New York City, Miami, there are separate holding facilities for celebrities. She's a celebrity. So I kind of knew she wasn't going to be with them anyway. And I kind of knew she wasn't yet. Like she was, she was probably in a holding block by herself somewhere, but she was not. I doubt she was with other people and she wasn't going to be with other people. Even if she has to go to jail, which I doubt that too. Even if she has to go to jail, like she's going to be in a separate block. She's not going to be with general population. I don't think, I don't, I don't think so. I just don't. And she didn't do anything outwardly really violent. She threw water, which you're not, you can't do that. (laughs) You can't throw water on a police officer like duh. But it wasn't, you know, she didn't pull a knife. She didn't hit them. So that's why she got arrested. She never went into the man's holding facility. She was released that night. And then I saw a lot of speculation like, how come she doesn't have money? You need cash on you. Like if you got arrested with a wallet and there was cash in the wallet, that's the cash you have. You don't get access to your checking account. So that's what she was like. The judge was like, I'll set bail at this. And she and they were like, do you have that? And she was like, I don't know. Because you you have the cash that's on you. If someone doesn't come and pay the bail for you, you only have the cash that was on your person or what you have in your hotel. I don't think you could. 
yeah, you can go back to the hotel to get your your things and whatever, but whatever you got arrested with is what you have. So if you don't have a thousand cash on you to bail yourself out, that's why you don't have money. That's why it was like, that's why she was like, I don't know. Because a lot of people don't carry that amount of cash. It's dangerous, easily get robbed, and it's not necessary. There's Apple Pay, there's debit cards, like you don't need to carry that much cash. So that's the other thing. People were like, did she run out of money? I fucking doubt it. She's got tons of money. But it's that's what it is. When you get arrested, you need you need um the cash that's on you to get your bail or you contact the bail bondsman, whatever, and then you pay them back or you contact whoever and they come bail you out. Another influencer on TikTok who's very controversial bailed her out because he noticed nobody was bailing her out. That's the part where I'm like, what is going on? Nobody was in Miami with her. her. Why wasn't her manager like on the next flight? I mean, I guess that flight's pretty long. Maybe they couldn't. Flights are skewed right now. Where were her parents? Maybe her parents were like, you got into this mess. <laughs> you got yourself out. Like, how was nobody there to bail her out immediately? Like, that is concerning. Do you guys have a bail <laughs> protocol? <laughs> because I do. Do you guys have bail protocol? Like, do you have that with your friends? Most of you are New Yorkers. So I won't be surprised if some, are, some of you are like, yes, bitch. I have a bail protocol. Like with your family and friends, what do you do when you get arrested? What is the game plan? Do you guys have a game plan with your family or am I just the only psychopath? (laughs) Because I have a game plan. And especially now that I have share, I have protocols set in place. Listen, I've never been arrested. I don't see it in my future. It's just, there's been too many times where I was close So at a certain age, you got to be like, okay, here's what happens if, (laughs) here's what goes on. And not just because I'm a violent person, but there's been so many um, incidences where I've I've gotten into it with men who have hit on me and then rejected me. I mean, who have hit on me and I rejected them and then they got aggressive. And the problem is, if you're in an altercation with someone and the police are there or whatever, they don't know who the aggressor is right away. So most of the time they lock you both up until they can figure it out, right? So that's another reason. So it's not necessarily the like, I'm around, I'm running around swinging fucking fists. No, it's just, there's been too many times where I've, I've gone into it with men and it's gotten close to physical where it's like, they'll take you both in. At the same time, if you get into you get into a fistfight with something, somebody you're both going in. You could scream and cry that it was self defense, whatever. You're both going in, so that's part of the reason. I'm not just like doing crazy shit, but you know what I mean. But do you have? I want to know. Do you guys have a protocol in place? Do you have like okay, the bail is here, the the phone password is this, and the key is here, and blah blah blah. I want to know. You don't have to tell me the plan, but just tell me if you do have one. So that's the tea on Nikita Dragon. Oh, something last week that I meant to talk about and I think I forgot was Johnny Depp in Savage X Fenty Runway Show. I heard it was really good. I didn't get a chance to watch it because right now I'm binging The Crown. Do you watch that? It's a little slow, but I love Princess Diana content. You know, I just like it. So I'm into it right now. It's just slow. So I haven't been caught up on every detail, but some of the scenes I'm just like, oh, it's gut wrenching. Anyway, I haven't watched the Savage X Fenty show yet. 
this was controversial because people still believe that he shouldn't be given opportunities. I just think it's the type of thing where it's like, this was my sentiments from the beginning. I'm too scared to show him my full support in case there is truth to some of these allegations. That's what's so scary about men. I'm not saying, like, we all watch, I watched the entire case unfold, right? I watched every single day. Some of you know that I was posting about it. I was talking about it. I didn't believe Amber for a lot of stuff. But when it comes to men, I have a really hard time believing them. And I have a, I'm really, really scared to show them support. I just, I can't do it. I cannot openly support men. It makes me very uncomfortable. I cannot do it. Something stops me. I just can't do it. Even in conversation, like I just, I have a really hard time supporting men just because of how many have shown us that they're full of shit. They're, they end up being abusers. They end up being rapists. Like it's just so hard to put your support in a man. Even though I was a really diehard Johnny Depp fan for a really long time until the Amber Heard allegations came out. I was a super fan until they came out. Then I completely stopped because it was like, what the fuck? Then, of course, when the trial came up, I had to watch the whole thing. But still, I mean, I think there was truth to both sides. And I'm just not a huge fan of like showing too much support for him. Did he look great in the show? Yes. (laughs) He looks great. I love a man in eyeliner. I do. I love a man in eyeliner. I love his very self-assured smirk. I love how he models. I think he's a fantastic model. I think he's a fantastic actor. I'm sh- Listen, I, with my whole heart, want to believe that he didn't do those things. I do. I want to believe that. But that's what stops me. Am I in favor of him because I want to believe that? Or do I genuinely believe every single thing he said? Although he did admit to certain faults, like he he did admit to, you know, he did some of his bullshit too. It's just the, the situation is so messy that I don't even like to get into it. So I watch from afar. I do. I enjoy his movies. I think he's a great model. And I'd rather just remember the Johnny before I fucking knew that he could be an abuser. <laughs> like I really do. But it was controversial because a lot of people felt like she shouldn't have gave, given him the opportunity. And to be honest, I don't have, I'm just so, I just so, I'm so undecided on it. I don't know. But also she had a baby with a man who fucking know, people know cheats on her. Like, uh, I'm not surprised (laughs) when it comes to Rihanna. I'm just not. I'm just not surprised. I'm a big Rihanna fan, but I just, you know, some of her decisions are not my favorite. And I like Savage X Fenty as well. I love Oh my God, they have a new lounge. I don't mean to give them a free plug, but they I think I told you guys this, their new loungewear collection. It is my favorite fucking sweatsuit. It is my favorite fucking sweatsuit. And they just sent me activewear. I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to try it on. So I like the brand, but I mean, I don't know. When it comes to Johnny Depp and just like the men, the men in this situation are just like, do they have to be in the show? <laughs> do we have to add them? Um, anyway, let's move on. I am watching The Crown. I watched Love is Blind season three reunion. Did I talk about this on the last episode? We talked about season three, but I don't think I talked about 
my thoughts on the reunion and if Cole is abusive or if it was really, what's her name? Oh my God, I forgot her name already. Oh, what's her fucking name? Zanab. Or if not, Zanab was picking on him. I go back and forth with this. I did post TikToks of what I think. And I've spoken to friends about what I think, but I I flip-flop sometimes because, like I said, I have a really hard time giving credit to men and trusting them and openly supporting them. I have a really hard time. It makes me uncomfortable. So from what I observed, because obviously editing had a lot to do with the show, from what I observed, Zanab is not in a place to even be in a relationship. She has way too many body image insecurities where I think that even if it wasn't Cole and if it was somebody else, she would have found herself in a similar situation. The other thing I noticed is the passive aggressive fucking comments. I almost couldn't watch because passive aggressive comments piss me the fuck off. (laughs) Say what you got to fucking say with your chest, okay? Don't send passive aggressive comments. She constantly critiqued him. She constantly was like the passive aggressive critiquing that fucking like, are we going to pick up the towels? Who the fuck is we? Just tell me you want me to pick up the towels. Like, and I understand he was probably pissing her off because he's like a messy little boy, but it's like, okay, well then tap the fuck out. Like if he didn't pick up the towels in the first two days, babe. That's who the fuck he is. He's not going to pick up the towels. You showed up at his apartment. His apartment was a mess. That's who the fuck he is. That's not going to change. Like people love to try to stay and change someone. I find this with women. They think they're going to change a man. You're not going to do that. You could bully him to the depths and maybe he will change some things to shut you the fuck up, but that will bite you in the ass. That's not going to change. People don't change. They change when they want to. They do not change because you bullied them into it. And I noticed that she did a lot of a passive, aggressive fucking commenting. I hate that. (laughs) I hate it so bad. So I don't know if I was like not taking her side because I already don't like that or if you know what I'm saying. But I did notice that that had a lot to do with it. And now when it comes to because we're going to talk about should we in this episode, I might put off the eating disorder episode to the Thanksgiving special, especially because I know Thanksgiving sets off a lot of eating disorders um, in a negative way, like triggers a lot of unhealthy, unhealthy thoughts about eating. But anyway, the big debate was he said to her, are you going to eat both of those? And it was two little cuties, the two little tangerine things. She was like, well, yeah, that's a serving. Like she was already pissed. Like what? And he was like, oh, because we're going to dinner. Like they played the whole clip at the end. And he's like, because we're going to dinner, there's going to be a lot of food. I don't think he was dragging how much she ate because she, he also showed concern. Like what? You only had a banana? Like what is going on? He was confused. Like what the fuck is going on? Why did you only have a banana earlier? Why are you now eating an hour before we're going out to dinner? Like what's going on? I don't think it was you're having two cuties, you fat bitch. <laughs> I don't think that was the case. I just don't. Do I think he's perfect? No, he's a little bit, you know, I think he was also too young and too skewed in his own life to be in another serious relationship. I also think that his interaction with Colleen in the pool was innocent. 
I'm sorry I do. Like, these people just met. Everybody just met. They're in the pool. You also have to remember these people are really drunk. They just met. They're still trying to get used to each other and still trying to wrap their head around that they're engaged to someone they just met 10 minutes ago. He's drunk. He's in the pool. And he's like, holy shit, this is Colleen, who I've been talking to for fucking hours. Wow, you're really attractive. Wow. She said, yes, so are you. Because what the fuck else are you supposed to say? Listen, if someone comes up to me and they're real polite and I know everybody in the room and we're at a party and this person at the party is like, wow, you're really attractive. You think I'm going to be like, I have a boyfriend. I'm not going to fucking do that. I'm going to be like, wow, thank you. So are you, idiot. We're fucking adults. Like, act like an adult. That's an adult thing to do, to openly say, wow, you look really great. Oh, my God, you're gorgeous. These are are all normal. And it's normal to say thank you. So are you. It's not normal to be like, I have a boyfriend. I'm engaged. That's not fucking normal. That's stupid. So that whole interaction, I think, was something completely separate. And I understand that Zanab would feel away because he was like, I'm more attracted to Colleen. Yeah, that's weird. Like, that's when you break up, babe. Why would you keep going? If I... The relationship is over. Your partner says, I'm more attracted to so-and-so. The relationship's over. Some shit you don't need to say out loud. And if they don't respect your feelings enough to realize I'm not going to say that out loud to you, relationship's over. So for her to even stay knowing that that destroyed and almost making him pay for it, I felt like was so manipulative. Like, don't stay with someone and then try to make them pay for their actions that they did innocently. If you don't like something your partner did, but you're staying and kind of making them pay, like, you don't like something they did, you don't want, you want, you want them, but you don't want them to do it again, but you're staying anyway, and while you're staying, you're not letting it go, you are the abuser. You can't do that to someone. It's fucking convoluted. It's very fucked up. It's like a setup. You're setting them up to fail, because no matter what, no matter what, they're failing, because you can't get past something that they did to hurt you. And you're making them pay for it by being a fucking bitch. And say, I'm not saying Zanab's a bitch, but I'm just saying in scenarios, like you can't just stay with someone to be a fucking bitch and try to make them pay for something they did while also staying with them when you could break up and go find somebody else who's not going to say that to you. Especially when it's fresh. You just met this person. Break the fuck up. You're going to be fine. But I bet it's a contract thing with Love is Blind. I bet that you don't get paid if you leave early. And I think that's why a lot of this happens. Like I think the Colleen and Matt thing, I think they'll break up down the line. She might've stayed for the paycheck because she's a ballerina. They're they're not getting paid a lot. She's got a lot of time to be on the show. She probably stayed for, I'm hoping she stayed for the check and she's not with this man. And the same for Zanop. Um, I hope that she stayed because there's a, a nice check at the end. But, you know, in relationships, if someone hurts you, enough for you to not be able to let it go and you bring it up and you get passive aggressive and you hold it against them and you're holding a grudge and you're trying to make them pay. You're the abuser. You can't do that. So that's what I think about (laughs) season three. Hold on. Let me take a drink. Hold on. Oh, 
something else I meant to tell you guys about. Okay. I posted on Instagram, on My Big Sisters Podcast Instagram, um, that Playboy Centerfold asked me to be a creator and to enter into their model competition. And someone asked, I think it was my friend who asked this. She said, what is Playboy Centerfold? Is it like, because I saw that Stassi, Stassi Baby has it as well. So Playboy, remember Playboy the magazine would have, you know, the Playboy, the Playmate of the month, and then she got a centerfold, and that was like the big fucking deal. And then they did an interview, and remember Kim did it, and Chris was like, you're doing amazing, sweetie. Like, (laughs) that was the big deal, and that was kind of when Playboy was dying out. Like, Playboy used to be such a big deal. Like, if you got centerfolds, that was such a big deal because you got a huge check, tons of opportunity after that. It didn't, it wasn't like making an OnlyFans. It wasn't the equivalent. It wasn't like doing porn. It was not the equivalent. It was something like you're put to a higher standard. Um, Hugh Hefner would also not let strippers be girlfriends and stuff. Like he, he purposely tried to craft Playboy. Like, yes, it's porn, but it was at a different degree. It was like the Hollywood of porn, I guess. I don't know. So it was a big deal then. But that expired because there are so many online, there's so much online content and sex work became so much more accessible. And Instagram, like the equivalent to a centerfold now is like Kim Kardashian posting her Skims ad. Like now it's so much more, it's so normalized to be half naked on the internet that like centerfold kind of died out. Like being a, being in a Playboy magazine, it, it just died out. Like everyone's doing it now. Girls who don't have an OnlyFans, but they're posting a bikini picture is the same exact thing. The only thing making it different is the OnlyFans link. And the girl who has an OnlyFans link is getting paid for her bikini picture to be up on the internet. That's the difference. But if you have a, a, an Instagram and you posted a fucking bikini picture, there is no difference between you and an OnlyFans person that has an OnlyFans with a link and a bikini picture behind a paywall. Now, if you want to add to your OnlyFans, there's I have a point. I'm going to circle back to Centerfold. If you want to add to your OnlyFans and make it more explicit, you could do that. But that's the same shit, right? So because pictures on the internet of half-naked bodies are so common, Playboy magazine is no longer like lucrative. It's just like, what for what? They sell a lot of licensing. Like remember for Misguided Clothes, clothes um, they had tons of collaborations with Playboy. Playboy is always like selling their licensing to try to keep up and continue to make money because the magazine doesn't sell. There's no point. Um... So they they created an app that is in competition with OnlyFans and it's called Centerfold. And they pay celebrities, like Cardi B has a Centerfold account and they pay the celebrities to join, join the app and be a creator and put their half-naked photos behind a paywall. The difference is just like Playboy back in the day, the content is different. It's like held to a higher standard. Like Stassi is not selling pussy pics on Centerfold. <laughs> That's the difference. So Centerfold is similar to OnlyFans. It's your exclusive content behind a paywall. 
except I think on OnlyFans, you can be way more explicit and get into fetishes and, you know, sell videos and custom videos and sexting. You could pay for sexting and all that type of stuff. You could sell that type of stuff. That that happens on OnlyFans. On Centerfold, I think they have some restrictions where you could do pro- you could probably do full naked. You could probably I don't think you could do video. But I think you could do full naked, but it's more professional. It's like most of the girls hire a photographer. The images are retouched. It's curated photo shoots, themes. Like even if you're a dominatrix and you're into bondage and stuff, it's still high quality photo shoots with like the expensive corsets. Do you know what I mean? Like it's literally the same as when it was either a Playboy magazine or you were doing porn. So I think that's how they're trying to curate the app where models like Stassi Baby, Jordan Woods, Cardi B, they do photo shoots for Centerfold that you have to pay to see. But are you going to see a full pussy pic? No, you're not. You're not. It's not OnlyFans. It's not the same thing. But it's bikini pictures, lingerie pictures behind a paywall. The reason that's beneficial is because girls post it for free. Like, I don't know why anyone's posting that stuff for free on Instagram. Do not post your, don't post you in a bathing suit on Instagram for free. Why would you post that for free? There's apps now where you could put it behind a paywall, but people don't want to do that because they don't want to be associated with having an OnlyFans link. I'm going to guess that in five more years, having an OnlyFans link is going to be the same thing as as having an Instagram because OnlyFans was not for sex work originally. It's, well, no, it was, sorry, I apologize. Originally, it was created by porn stars to have a safe way to promote your sex work, sex work meaning even if you just sell naked photos, custom videos, sexting, foot fetish pictures, uh, you know, that type of stuff, Um, a safe way to do that because a lot of platforms will ban you for posting or selling um, pictures. Then they were bought out by a public company and now they want to switch the platform from mainly sex workers to just creators in general where you like right now I could put this podcast on OnlyFans and put it behind a paywall. And then the people who really want to listen to my podcast have to pay $5 a month in order to get the content. That's what they're trying to make it. Um, Centerfold, the app by Playboy that's in competition with OnlyFans, wants it to be sexy pictures, basically. Like boudoir, sexy pics, swimsuit pics. But they also want you to put in the work of like, make it a nice fucking photo shoot. Like, <laughs> like get a photographer. Don't just, you know, no iPhone pics, even though iPhone pics come out so fucking good. I guess you could do that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, not just uh, in the fucking bedroom, you know, not just selling foot pics. It's like, you're a model, you're modeling. They want you to be a Playboy model, but this is 2022. Things have changed. So this is how they're doing it. They want you to be a Playboy model, set up beautiful photo shoots, curate your themes, and put it behind a paywall. So there's the difference. Um, And that's why people like Stassi maybe have one. Jordan Woods, Cardi B, they have centerfolds. Um, I want to do it 
My thing is, I don't think it would be beneficial because I have a female following. Like it's 99% women on all of my platforms. I don't really have men on any of my platforms. So who the fuck is going to buy it? (laughs) It would just be me spending time and money creating photo shoots in lingerie, even though I love doing that. My background is in photography. I worked at Glamour Shots and we did sexy pictures all the time. I loved it. So this is not new to me. This is like literally what I'm raised on. And it's no bother, but it's also, it takes a lot of time and I would need a photographer. So I'm spending time and money and like, I don't expect any of you to buy it. Like, why would you care about that? You know what I'm saying? So I was wondering if they promote it. So if I did it, do they promote me to a male audience? Because then I would do it. But I'm not doing it to just have to promote myself to a bunch of women who aren't going to sign up and basically get, give them the promotion. That's like me literally helping Centerfold get more users when I want it to be the other way around. Like if I'm going to use the app because you invited me to it, are you going to promote my content? Like what is beneficial for me? So I have to look into that. I forgot, but I need to um, talk to other creators on Centerfold. I guess I can also email them and ask and then I'll decide because if it's, I just have to promote myself, I just don't see that as a good business decision because it's spending a lot of time and money doing photo shoots for probably like what, three people are going to sign up because I have no male following. If I had all men following me, DMing me 24-7, Do you know what I mean? If I had an all-male following, I wouldn't even think about it. I would already have an OnlyFans. If you have tons of men following you and you need a little extra cash for fucking holidays, bitch, you better make an OnlyFans. Do not post any bikini pics for free. Please don't do that. Don't do that. Don't post any sexy pictures for free. Stop it. Put it behind a paywall. Try to sign up for Centerfold if you're not comfortable having an OnlyFans. Because I guess Centerfold is like a little bit more, you know. But don't do it for free, please. Don't do that. Especially if you have male men following you and DMing you and sending you unsolicited dick pics and basically objectifying you anyways. You might as well charge them and get your money. That's where I stand on that. I do not look down on OnlyFans at all. But I think you guys know that because I talk about this all the time. Um, what else was I going to talk to you about? Oh, another hot topic was Jessica Simpson. Did you guys see this? Hold on. I need a drink. Jessica Simpson. She posted a picture. I'm getting hungry. She posted a picture and people went fucking crazy posting TikToks. I just really hope Jessica Simpson's okay. First of all, you fucking performative fuck. <laughs> That's not how that works, okay? If you see someone and you're concerned and you want to get the word out, like you think they're trapped, you think it's a child, you know, okay, make a video. But you see a grown woman who lost weight and you think posting a fucking video being like, I thought she's okay is helpful. No, you're an idiot. That's not how you do that. But this went viral. Everybody's like, is Jessica Simpson okay? To the point where she literally had to speak out. Did she? I think she said like, yeah. 
Like I've always, I've always struggled with my weight. Like what the fuck? A lot of people were saying that she was slurring her words. Listen, did you read her book? Cause I did. Jessica Simpson went through fucking hell. Remember she, remember when she was, oh my God, I loved her. Remember she, when she was super famous, like when she had the TV show, she was like, is chicken of the sea really chicken? Like something like that. Remember all that? She was married to Nick Lachey, who Nick looked amazing on Love is Blind, by the way. Oof, he looks fucking good. <laughs> I was never like a giant Nick Lachey fan, but he looked fucking good on Love is Blind this recent that money came in because he got a little work done. He got a spray tan. Nick Lachey looked very good. Anyway, Jessica struggled a lot. Okay. They put her through hell. Body image. She was super skinny and they wanted her to lose even more weight. Um, I believe they had her, if I remember correctly, I read this a while ago. When did I read this? Was I going to Jamaica? I think I read it in 2020 when I went to Jamaica or early 2021. I don't even know when I went to Jamaica. I think I read it then. So it was a while ago. If I'm remembering correctly, like most teenage celebrities, young celebrities, she started getting into different um, drugs and alcohol and stuff like that. I don't think she ever, I don't think she was big into drugs a lot. I think she started with the alcohol when she was going through a divorce or something with her dad. I'm sorry, I'm remembering this so incorrectly, but I really recommend reading her book, okay? When you read her book, you will fully understand what the fuck this girl was going through. She comes from a very humble place. She doesn't sound tone deaf in it. She sounds like she truly struggled. She struggles with alcohol a lot. Like she struggled with alcohol a lot and it's so unfortunate. And I think the weight loss has to do with her struggling with body image and I don't know if she's still abusing pills and alcohol. She could be. A lot of people said they noticed the slur. I wouldn't be surprised because she struggled a lot, but I don't think it's a time to be like, is Jessica okay? And, you know, making these videos, we can learn from Aaron Carter that making it a thing on the internet does not help, you know, the people around her. Hopefully they're crowding around her and offering help and doing an intervention. But it's also like, if you know an addict, you know, there's only so much that you can do. If they don't, I'm not saying Jessica's an addict. I'm just saying there's only so much you can do. If they don't want to get the help, if they don't want to receive the help, there's only so much you could do. That's it. I think that it's very possible she did sleeve. The reason I say the sleeve, the gastric sleeve, the reason I say that is because there's a there's a difference in how you look when you lose weight, when you lose it too quickly. Um which is not a bad thing. It just, it looks different. So I feel like she looks like she lost weight too fast. Like, I don't know if she's doing Ozempics. I don't know if she did the sleeve. I don't know if she's taking like Phentermine or something, Metformin or whatever it's called. I don't know if she's just extreme dieting and lost the weight quickly or changed something or she's having a medical issue where she, she lost a ton of weight. I don't know, but it looks like she lost it super fast and she looks withdrawn. Usually people who lose weight too quickly, they'll quickly look withdrawn, right? It just looks different. 
The other thing we could take from this is, remember Chadwick Boseman? He was very thin. He looked very withdrawn. And people were commenting, what the fuck is wrong with him? Like negative stuff. And it turned out he was battling cancer the whole time. Celebrities choose to not air out when they have a medical condition because you get less opportunities. I could relate to this because I don't know if you guys know this, but you don't get jobs when you openly discuss that you have an illness. You have to fill it out on job applications. It's very it's very uh com- complex, right? But the same thing happens with people in in the public eye because if you're open about your illness, you'll get less job opportunities. So someone like Chad Bozeman, it could also be attention like it's very hard for people to know what you're going through. Um especially when you have millions of fans, thousands of fans, whatever, it makes it harder. It could be that as well. Maybe maybe she is sick and she doesn't want people to know. Maybe Chadwick just didn't want people to know. But it's also you lose job opportunities because when you work with someone, say on a movie or a record deal, they also have to take out insurance in case you die, in case something happens. They have to take out insurance in case something happens to you. You don't get insured when you are sick. So Chadwick was doing huge movies where they likely had to take out insurance on him. And maybe he wasn't comfortable discussing his medical needs in public. Do you know what I'm saying? So it gets very, very complex. And you don't learn this stuff until it's you. So it could be that Jessica is sick. And I I mean, I hope not. And she just doesn't want to talk about it. But no, I I don't think she looks her healthiest. It's also aging and lighting. She is older, but it's like, mm, she's not that old. All in all, I do hope she's okay. But the commenting on it and the speculating and making TikToks makes it a little bit like, okay, you're not really helping. I wouldn't be surprised if she is abusing alcohol again, just because she was so open about how bad her struggles had got like she was drinking wine like eight o'clock in the morning I don't even think it was wine I think she was drinking hard liquor eight o'clock in the morning I want to read the book again she has an an amazing memoir I really suggest that you listen to it read it however you take in books reading listening I don't know she has a great memoir and it would when you see the picture and after you read her memoir you feel a lot of sympathy because it's like fuck she could be going through something Also drinking a lot, alcoholism causes and exacerbates a lot of illnesses. So who knows what's going on? You know, I just hope she's okay. Um, But I know that she did struggle with her weight. She was open about that, as a lot of these pop stars did. I mean, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears. Britney Spears has major body dysmorphia issues. I'm sorry. I know it's not okay to diagnose people, but the way that she posts openly about how she's like trying to lose weight and major body dysmorphia issues but it's also because they were so bullied and needing to be skinnier and frail because women being weak and tiny is so fantasized that it's no wonder they struggle so hard to just be like the tiniest skinniest little Bella Hadid they could be like it's so crazy because it's so fetishized for women to be frail and damsel in distress and sickly, like this more sickly and pathetic, the sexier, like it's just, 
you know, that's the culture that we grew up on. And that's definitely what I'm going to discuss. Oh, yes. Um, What else do I want to talk to you about? I think that's it. This episode is a little bit boring, but the juiciness of eating disorders, I want to be more responsible with. So I've been researching. I learned a few things. I didn't know this, but eating disorders go back to, oh my God, centuries ago. And it started with um, it being religious. You were more you were more holy. You were more, you were closer to God if you didn't need to eat. Isn't that crazy? You were closer to God if you didn't need food at all. That there's record of women who became, later became saints, quote, saints, because they didn't need any food in order to survive. And people believe that's because they're, they're a child of God, like really closely tied to religion which is crazy. So I'm doing some research about like, where did this begin? The different types of eating disorders. Um, I also need to look up where to get help because I don't want to just talk about it and trigger a bunch of people. There needs to be resources of like, what should you do, especially around Thanksgiving? Because taking in all that food can trigger so many different emotions. Um, oh, I noticed recent. Okay. So I go to the gym now. Again, I used to go all the time. I stopped a couple of years, whatever. Now I'm back in the gym. Okay, great. You know what I fucking noticed that I really don't like? It's like I have to actively walk my way out of it. It's like triggering um, my, my poor relationship with food. I don't have a poor relationship with food anymore, but I used to. I used to count, 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 eat less, fast, you know, do all that fucking bullshit. I don't do it anymore. I just eat when I want to eat and I don't eat when I'm not hungry, period. Like there's nothing more to it. If I want something specific, I'm going to have it. Like I said, the most I'll do is like, I'm not going to have, <laughs> the most I'll do is I'm not eating certain stuff after a certain time because I'll be up all night. If something has too much sugar, if something has too much salt, I won't be able to sleep. I have a hard time sleeping as it is. I'm an insomniac my whole life. If I eat something too salty, too sugary, too late, I'm not sleeping. I won't go to sleep. That's the farthest I'll go now. But I realized since I started going back to the gym, I subconsciously started like counting in my head. Like it started bringing the gym, being in the gym and working out started triggering that behavior again. And I was like, holy shit. In my head, I was thinking, holy shit, like this is going to be lifelong. Like I thought my work was done and it's not because I'm going to the gym and it's like triggering those thoughts. Now, am I doing it? No. I'm not fucking counting and I'm not holding myself back. Like I said, I had two tartufos this weekend. <laughs> after this, like after I'm done recording, I'm going to go eat some fucking chicken cutlets on bread with mayo and avocado. Like I'm eating whatever I want to eat. But this is also why I get a little defensive about people having disorderly eating around me because I will get triggered and I don't want to go back to being super unhealthy about the way that I eat because it's fucking exhausting and I don't want to do that again. I would be abusing myself about it, literally adding stress to the menu on top of things that on top on top of things that I already have to deal with. And now I need to deal with how I'm nourishing my body. Like, I just don't want to deal with that. But I I realize going to the gym and working out 
triggered those thoughts like subconsciously where I'd be like, oh, maybe I should, maybe I should just eat an apple tonight instead of dinner because I just worked out. Bitch, what the fuck? What? So you're going to skip a whole meal because you went to the gym. Like, what is that? And then I would, I mean, all, you know how thoughts work, like, like internalizing thoughts. And then a second later, be like, oh my God, wait, that was fucking, that was an eating disorder thought. Holy shit. Absolutely not. And I would go home and actually eat food and not feel bad about it. I don't feel bad about it. But those little things, I guess, are going to trigger me. Oh my God, that's new. That's new for me. I start, it happens a couple of times. It's like every time I'm in the gym, I'll get like a very disordered eating thought. I don't know what that's called. I guess you, it's called just being triggered. I'll get like triggered and want to do something silly with food. No. Well, I'm not doing it. Again, I'm going to eat healthy stuff for health because, you know, cholesterol and blood sugar and fucking clogged arteries. And, you know, it is just better to eat better. It's better to be a good weight for your body and not carry extra fat on your joints and blah, blah, blah. Obviously, right? But as far as skipping an entire fucking meal because I worked out, no, I'm not doing that. And I was so upset, like, oh my God, this still happens in my brain. It just made me feel bad for myself. (laughs) I'm obviously okay. I'm still going to eat, you know. But I wanted to tell you that these things still come up. And I realized that for Thanksgiving, this is definitely going to trigger other people's eating disorders, especially if you're still going through it, like binge eating, anorexia, um, what's the other one? Bulimia, just having poor thoughts about your body after you eat is disorderly eating. Like if you ate and you're bloated and you go in the mirror and you're like beating yourself up and you want to throw up and you're angry, you have an eating disorder. You have, you have, you have poor body image. And I don't think it's your fault. I don't think this is any of our faults. I think this has been pushed onto us for fucking decades, especially if you're a woman. It comes from your parents. It comes from whoever taught you to eat food. It is their fault. But again, is it their fault? Because that was taught to them and that was taught to them and that was taught to them. Like this is just a culture that happens. So I definitely want to do an episode about that and provide resources. Um, Personally, I don't even like Thanksgiving food. (laughs) I'm glad we're going to a restaurant and I hope that they have great options that I like. And when we go to my mom's, I don't even think we're having turkey. Nobody eats turkey. I think she's going to make ham and chicken cutlets. I'm going to make cornbread. My boyfriend makes really good candied yams. I want him to make that. (laughs) And I want to eat until I nearly puke. Or I want to eat until I feel like eating. You know, I want to keep eating. I love leftovers. I love taking stuff home, like home-cooked leftovers. I love it. I always feel like chicken cutlets are better the next day. Cornbread is always best on day three. Always. Like, even if you want to cook it a day ahead, it's always better the next day. Like, it'll just sit and the butters inside will get a little bit more juicy. I love it. So that's what I want to do for the Thanksgiving special. I'm going to work on... Oh, the other thing was... I want to do the video, right? I want to add video to the podcast. And I was like, 
I'll just do video. Like I'm sitting here in my blanket. Why can't I do it like this? And then I started eating myself up like, no, I should make it like a production and it should be like really great value and just make it great production quality. This is what I mean. I start getting in my fucking head and nothing is good enough. And I start beating myself up and it doesn't get done. So this week, I'm going to just do my best to make it at least nice lighting, of course, but not try to make it too spectacular, like, you know, busting ash, trying to make it perfect when things take time. I'm doing it by myself. I don't have a production company. I don't have a producer. I don't have a videographer. It can't be perfect overnight. So... I'll do what I can. Okay. I have some homework. I need you to find Maya the Don. <laughs> the song is called Telfi. I need you to listen to Telfi. I think it is just the best song. I love it. I love her. I've been following her on TikTok and she recently had a viral song and it's just so fucking good. She made her own music video. I love her. She's a New York artist. I want to see what you guys think. Also, I wanted to ask you, if you want me to make gift guides on Amazon, um, I'm pretty good at giving gifts. And Amazon has been my, this sounds like an ad. Amazon has been my go-to, those last minute little fucking gifts. Oh my God, it comes in handy. It really does. Especially, you know, the people who do the gift guides and you're like, oh, that is a good idea. It just makes it so much easier. I used to love running around doing Christmas shopping. You can't. You can't fucking get me to do it. The hustle and bustle of running around, doing Christmas shopping, going into stores and fucking sweating and carrying the bags and buying the wrapping paper. Oh, couldn't be me. Could not be fucking me. I'll give everyone a gift card. (laughs) Not even that, but I prefer to order. I really prefer to order. I hate going into the fucking stores, especially starting now. It's a week before Thanksgiving going to stores. I don't want to fucking do it. Am I going to have to do it? I'll probably have to do it. I don't want to do it. The hustle and bustle of like, oh, I want to go to want to go to Target. No, that all stops now. The hustle and bustle of going out fucking Christmas shopping, the packed fucking parking lots, the people being fucking nasty. No, I don't want to do it. So I mainly online shop. I also find that you get really good sales. I don't know about you, I'm really good at online shopping. I always find great prices, the sales, Black Friday, and I'll find great items for gifts. I'm really good at giving gifts. I think of great stuff. So I wanted to know if you want me to put together little gift guides. Maybe it doesn't have to be on Amazon. Amazon's just the easiest because you just add it to a list, boom, done, easy. Some girls do that like it to know it app. I feel like that's a little bit more complex, but I guess I can do it. But let me know if you want gift guides because I feel like I pick out great gifts. (laughs) Or is that fucking stupid? Like, bitch, stop trying to get us to use your Amazon storefront. Let me know what you think. I'm fucking starving. I got a walker, so I'm going to go. But I'm going to spend the rest of the day trying to set up for the Thanksgiving special. And I might launch the Patreon and put the cornbread recipe the cornbread recipe on the Patreon. So let me know what you think. Um, Okay. Love you. Gotta go. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Stay well.